Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose, and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted a ripping imprint of boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill their promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and this is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. 
TheFringe.fm is the network website. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. You can find all of the previous broadcasts there in the archive. If you are a subscriber, you can access all of those shows. You can also find our montage archive there. It's being updated and my books. If you are a subscriber, if you're not, you can still access the free show archive and you can check out the books there for purchase, softcover, and hard editions there www.thesecretteachings.info to contact us rdgable at yahoo.com that's r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com the email has been overwhelmed recently so please be patient if you want a response or instant message us at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings that's facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings give me liberty or give me death tonight we'll be talking with Rick Martin from the Constitutional Law Group, constitutionallawgroup.us, about a number of subjects pertaining to masks and business closures and things like that, and how to protect yourself, how to protect your family. But before we get to that, we need to acknowledge that it's all here. What is the all that's here? All the things that for 10 years we've talked about here on this radio broadcast, all the things for 25 years that colleagues like Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero have talked about. 25 years he's been talking about stuff like this. Right on our doorstep, banging on the door, demanding entrance, demanding for permission to be granted to enter. From contact tracing to the sadism and masochism of mask wearing, what I call masochism, forced vaccines, marks of the beast implanted ID codes that literally are patented from the Microsoft Corporation as 666. The patent actually says 666. Very strange. Restricted travel restricted gatherings, the destruction of law and order, the legalizing of rebellion as just, as Mao Zedong said, and the eradication of free thought, all in the name of safety and security and equality and justice, the very things that are being burned along with anthems and flags in history. It's been about nine years. I don't know if some of you guys remember this. Nine years ago, nine years ago this month, Time Magazine published a stunningly anti-American magazine edition with a partially shredded U.S. Constitution, and the caption of that magazine read, quote, does it still matter? Now, of course, if you think that America represents slavery, oppression, endless wars of occupational aggression, imperialism, and corporate greed by wealthy elitists, then you'd probably think, no, America doesn't still matter, and neither does the Constitution. People don't even recognize that these are symbols that there's something deeper that these symbols represent. It's only when you realize that America stands for none of these things that you realize this is an assault on basic human freedom, on basic human liberty. When you think about something like the three-fifths clause of the U.S. Constitution, people say that limited the significance of the black man or the black woman and that it made them three-fifths of a person, but that's not what it did. Even in official Encyclopedia Britannica's, if you read them, the three-fifths clause in the U.S. Constitution was not a clause, it was a compromise. It limited political power, power of southern states, providing the basis for the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments to end slavery. The founders agreed that a union with private property and other rights was the bedrock for establishing a truly free society for everyone, even if that meant temporarily allowing slavery, which would eventually be eliminated. And until you realize that even in the mid-1600s, the founder of Pennsylvania, William Penn, wrote extensively, I think it was 1688, about 
the disgust and the protest that he and others shared for those utilizing slave labor. When you realize that oppression and endless wars of aggression, corporate greed, and imperialism are things that most of the Founding Fathers stood against, you realize that the image of America has been hijacked in order to use it as a scapegoat for all the world's problems and to use the symbols of America as a Trojan horse of self-inflicted harm and suicide. It's very common for people today to believe that 18th century leaders and founding fathers, as we call them, were trying to control our lives today. The government's trying to tell me what to do. But when you realize that the principle of liberty and the republic merely preserved by our government, it's simply preserved by our government. They do not grant us rights. They preserve rights. They emanate not from government, but from God, nature, choose to call it what you choose to call it. Liberty is one of those things, in order to obtain it, you must give it to all people. We don't hear about liberty. We don't hear about the republic. We hear about equality, and we hear about democracy, mob rule. Liberty and freedom may only be exploited to the extent for which others will tolerate it based on their misconception that their freedom stops at whatever point others choose to advance upon it. This is simply not true. It's further common for people to believe that the United States is a democracy, where one vote more than the minority dictates the direction of the country, dictates the direction of the mob, whether the majority vote by one is in the best interest of the whole or not. That is until you realize that the country is actually a republic and the government is merely there to administer the preservation of liberty for all. Some people don't like this idea. They want preferential treatment. They want special treatment. They want special laws designed around their sexual preferences or something to this nature. When people are concerned with what government can give them, be that welfare or some preferential status or special protections, they eagerly and willfully give up their own liberty and that of others in the process. It's like that future Rama meme where he's holding the money. He says, take my money. People are like, take my freedom. I want, safe, I want a safe, secure environment. I want to feel protected, even if it's all just a fraud, if it's all just an illusion. Whether these forces are in the halls of government, corporations, or common people, and whether they're ideologies or ways of doing business or conducting government, the horrors that result are not the fault of the republic, they are the fault of subversive elements within the Republic. You've seen Star Wars, right? It wasn't the Republic. It was the Empire. It was subversive elements within the Republic. The Jedis weren't the bad guys. They were trying to preserve the Republic. With a lack of historical knowledge mixed with lack of perspective and context, followed by greedy assertions that freedom means you can take what you want from others, that's more of socialism, theft, and you top it off with a basic lack of how a republic works, or even what the word means, and furthermore, what liberty is, there is ultimately a crumbling of your free and open society that gives you the right to spit upon it, to tear down statues, to erase history, to censor people's opinions, and to censor facts that you call hateful, or that you don't like, so you get rid of them. They make you feel uncomfortable. They offend you. Other people don't have a right to free speech. Only you do. And of course, the very foundational documents that establish the Republic will be shredded alongside of all of this. All in the name of justice and equality. All in the name of a safe and secure society. The very things that are only preserved until the last flicker of light from the torch of liberty is extinguished by ignorance and greed. And the last legible part of the Constitution goes through the shredder. 
And still, even then, in the darkest days, these ideas are preserved in the hearts and minds and the souls of men and women who choose to preserve them and declare independence from tyrants and their useful idiots, as Karl Marx, the profound racist, called his followers of his ideology. Useful idiots that will bring about the destruction of society and civilization. Rick Martin is from the Constitutional Law Group, constitutionallawgroup.us. He is with us this evening on The Secret Teachings. I'm also joined by my co-host, Jack. Let's bring Jack in first. Jack, can you hear us? How are you? I'm doing fine, Ryan. Hi, Rick. And hello, Rick Martin. Hi, my friends. How are you doing, Rick? Oh, I'm blessed as always. I think We're I think, living in exciting times. We are living in exciting times. It fires me up. It doesn't depress me anymore. I'm ready to fight against the horrible, terrifying, dark things that are upon us. Let me ask you a question, Rick. Does the Constitution st- does the Constitution still matter? Time magazine nine years ago shredded a copy on the front of their magazine. They said it doesn't matter anymore. Does it still matter? Absolutely, without doubt, and more and more. That's where we need to focus back onto. That is the contract. It does not give us our rights. The Constitution was put forth to limit government. It was not there to uh, give us our rights. Our rights are endowed to us by our Creator. We delegated limited power to our government to protect those rights, protect our borders, and to coin our money. How well are they doing at that so far? Well, the coining of money has been outsourced to a federal, corporate, private, offshore banking cartel, so that kind of stops the process of free control within the United States if the Congress can't coin money. You know that all the things that we hear about, Rick, we hear about how horrible the United States is, racist, sexist, patriarchal, everything that's horrible in the world. It's all the fault of the United States, but all of of these things are being blamed on a free and open society that gives people the right to basically say whatever they want, so they use that freedom to spit upon the very documentation, the very contract, whatever you want to call it, the very foundation. Can, Can you speak on that for a moment? The right to be wrong is the right of every man. The thing that I'm, I'm focused on is we the people are in a sterile tyranny of stone due to our ignorance of the law and the Constitution. We, we're, we're more controlled by the environment around us than the laws. Laws there to protect our rights, not injure us. And we've lost sight some time ago on the freedoms are protected by law. We have laws that are not laws. We have statutes. We have codes. We have all the stuff that restrict freedom, and we need to start studying the Constitution. Right now, we need to question government and how it goes against the logos. And that's where we're at right now is we've waited so long to question the government's logos. And we need to rise up as a people and Question government. They're our servants. They're not our masters. I believe in the Constitution that states, we the people, in very bold print, it's the largest printing on that contract. And the Constitution is a contract. And we the people, we're, we're a sovereign people. We don't have rulers over us. We're self-governing. The government is only there to do what? Protect our rights protect our borders, and to coin our money. 
When we get into healthcare, all that stuff, that's all outside the realm of what they've been delegated to do. Well, on on top of everything that's happening with COVID-19 and the quote-unquote pandemic, you've had a parallel movement to literally rip down the statues, the documents, the foundation, the ideas, the ideologies of what the United States of America represents, all under the guise of racism and sexism and all these things. We hear about how the U.S. was founded on racism. It's founded on white supremacy. From my understanding, Rick, none of these things are true. It's the very opposite. There are subversive elements, however, in the republic that have used the republic as a shield to tear it down. And those are all false narratives. And if anybody takes the time and reads the history behind what uh, has been said, you you actually uh, spoke very well uh, in the very beginning of the show that our founding fathers were not about slavery. They were about equal privilege for all. And that's the way they looked at it. And they, they said, if we lose God, we lose our, our humanity. Do you think we're at a point where we've lost God? We're losing our humanity? Is the Republic still standing? What do you think? I, I believe the Republic is still standing strong. It's just people need to wake up and educate themselves. Because we do have remedy. We do have remedy. We have the right to protest. And I think the way to protest is by opening your businesses and uh, doing business as normal. No face mask wearing, no no sheltering, all over, what is it, social distancing. Uh, this is all nonsense. And they're laughing at us. Those that we allow to be in power, our servants are laughing at us right now. And it's highly disgusting that we, the people, instead of taking back our power, we're allowing tyranny to exist. And when we do these social distancing, we wear the face mask, we're showing ourselves as ignorant people. For, the, for those of you... That's absolutely disgusting. It, it is disgusting. And, and Rick, I'm getting a little bit, it sounds like wind on your end on the phone there, if you can try to adjust My for apologies. that. No, no, no problem, no problem. But for those of you who don't know, Rick Martin, constitutionallawgroup.us, Rick Martin assisted me, he's talked with my good friend and co-host Jack for a, for, a, for a bit now as well, assisted me in preventing my firing at my part-time job out of radio. Now, the, the thing about this is that I found really interesting in retrospect, Rick, is that everything that you told me to do, with the exception of filing a complaint with the Department of Justice, because I refused to wear a mask for a number of different reasons, and my uh, employers just did not understand that, or there was one in particular who did not understand that. And so all the things that you told me to do, with the exception of filing that Department of Justice complaint, were things that I had already explained to the business. And until you, as an authority, got on the line and explained it to them, they didn't understand it. It needed to come from an authority. So what do you say to people who they know this stuff, but they still can't make any advancement. It's like you need to have an authority present in order for the people that you're talking to to understand that, no, wearing a mask is not a law. And even if it was a law, it's not a law. You can't make it a law. You can't mandate it. You can't force people to do something that is harmful to their health. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I'm not going to get too far into detail, but I've got some major connections with OSHA. And what people need to do is file against these companies that are forcing you to 
mask up and, uh, you know, commit uh, suicide, basically, slow suicide, is you go to OSHA and you file as a whistleblower against any company that's forcing you to wear a mask. And I'm dealing with people in the Department of uh, Justice. I'm dealing with people in the DOD. So that are all being forced to wear masks. And I said, all we got to do is be a whistleblower. And you don't go in there in violation of rights. You go in there as a whistleblower and you get these oxygenizers on your fingers and basically put put one on your finger, put the mask on and videotape it as evidence showing that you're creating a toxic environment for yourself. And, you know, hypoxia, that's, you're, you're talking about damaging your organs by wearing that mask. And these these people in government, when did they have a medical degree? To and these people that are taking your temperatures when you when you walk into a business, when did they get a medical degree? They're practicing uh, without a medical license or degree, and they're putting people's health and safety at risk. And that, to me, is dangerous. We're we're on very dangerous grounds right now. This is. Absolute word. They're they're asking us to commit suicide because we're not educated in the law. That Constitution protects us from government overreach. And when the government overreaches, as they're doing, we file tort claims against them. Yeah, they I th- have no lawful authority. I think that's a big misconception too, because I've tried to explain this to some friends of mine, and they they understand it to a degree, but then they'll say. Well, stores just won't let you come into the store. Businesses just won't let you do business. People just won't want to be around you. And I tell them, well, those are all kind of different things. I mean, if people don't want to be around you, that's one thing. But if you go into a business and they're preventing you from doing that, there is remedy for this. I I tell people that are constantly yelling at me about how I'm racist because I'm white, I tell them, if you're talking about racism, if you go into a job and they don't hire you because you're a certain race, white, black, whatever, you have legal recourse for that. So I don't know what rights that you claim that you don't have that you now want the government to grant to you. You just have legal recourse and ignorance of that law does not negate the law that is in place to protect you. That's correct. That's absolutely correct. And I'm in agreement with that. And on top of that, what we've been using that has been quite successful is violation of the First Amendment, and that is my right to religion. Now, me as a Christian man, I state that uh, my 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 belief is I cannot commit suicide by putting a mask on. You're asking me to commit suicide, and that's against my religious belief, which is protected under the First Amendment. Now, if you discriminate against me for standing up for my religious beliefs, that's a lawsuit waiting waiting to happen. Yeah, Rick, I went into a a city mattress. I just moved, and I went into a city mattress like three weeks ago, and I had a conversation with them because they told me you can't come in without a mask. And the guy was, of all the places I'd been, the guy there was probably the most angry and aggressive. And I'm talking to them for maybe 10 minutes, and I said, you know, if I were deaf and I came in here and you refused me service, you know that that would be a problem, right? And they said, yeah, but we wouldn't refuse you service if you were deaf. And I said, exactly, but I have a medical condition that precludes me from wearing a mask. I have medical documentation that I'm carrying with me. Not allowing me into the business because of that medical condition is a violation of several federal laws, and it's kind of immoral as well. 
And they said, well, no, no, no. Having a medical condition, we, we, we can still prevent you from entering the business. They have no clue. And I could file a lawsuit against them, I imagine, Rick, just simply because of that interaction and the refusal of service because of my medical issue. That is absolutely correct. And that's what we need to make these business owners aware of. Granted, we are under economic warfare, okay? And as I've said in past interviews, is this, and I call it the scamdemic. I knew it was a scamdemic way back on March 19th, which was also my 50th birthday, when I couldn't even go to a pub and have a few beers with my friends on my 50th birthday. That's when I started the Reopen America campaign, uh, being learned in the law. I knew right away they have no authority. The government has no authority to take take businesses away. Uh, You have the right to due process before they can take something of yours. Your rights, your property, it has to go through due process of law. And if they're not going to give due process and they're automatically going to take our businesses away from us, that's, that's absolute insanity is what I said back then. And when we focus in what authority does the government have over us? It does not have that authority. We never granted it that authority. We delegated limited powers to government to protect our rights, not violate our rights. And that's where we are right now. We are committing slow suicide by this Trojan horse of the scamdemic that was brought upon us. And we've already shown that it can be cured with simple home remedies. Okay, simple home remedies that are available to anyone, such as tonic water that has quinine. Um, in our uh, special service, uh, special forces medical handbook, turpentine, pine, it comes from pine. A tablespoon of turpentine will kill viruses, actually kills the bacteria that protects the virus. Uh, it disintegrates the, the three outer walls around the bacteria. Once the bacteria dies, the virus is gone. Rick Martin is with us. Let's talk about all of that and more. Also, the science angle in response to constitutional law and human rights when we come back right here on The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. The website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com. Don't go anywhere more with Rick Martin right here on The Secret Teachings, also joined by my good friend and co-host Jack. We'll get his take as well in the next segment. Don't go anywhere. This is The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings or our website, thesecretteachings.info. Here at The Secret Teachings, we're pushing 11 years on air. From powerful interviews to truly unique analysis, we're here for you five nights a week. And now we can also be with you whenever you want to listen. Just subscribe to our archive today and get access to stream and download every show after it airs. Your subscription also includes access on the site to my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir, along with my original books that many people have been asking for, The Grand Illusion, The Persistent Illusion, and False Prophets. We are also growing our montage archive, which will be available on the site for subscribers to listen. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info 
Click on the Donate or Subscribe tab at the top of the page and become a member today. Even if you aren't a member, though, you can access certain select shows in our free archive and grab a free show released every week on the site. Otherwise, catch us Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Alex X. Hi, I'm Alex Exum, and you're listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings t-shirts are now available through TeePublic and the show website at thesecretteachings.info. Whatever your color or size, check out the full selection on our website. Shirt designs include the Secret Teachings logo, our Occult Arcana shirt, the infamous Mothman, and of course the Blue Chicken Avian shirts, among others like the Paranormal Desert shirt. Check them out on TeePublic by searching for The Secret Teachings or simply visit thesecretteachings.info and select the merchandise option at the top of the page. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. is out there. There's something out here. And so are we. KTOK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio Show, and you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Check out my show, The Secret Teachings, Monday through Friday, right here on The Fringe, 11 p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern, U.S. time. There's loads of them all snaking off like roots, and what we do on one path affects what happens on other paths. Time is a construct. People think you can't go back and change things, but you can. That's what flashbacks are. They're invitations to go back and make different choices. When you make a decision, you think it's you doing it, but it's not. It's the spirit out there that's connected to our world that decides what we do, and we just have to go along for the ride. Mirrors let you move through time. The government monitors people. They pay people to pretend to be your relatives. And they put drugs in your food. And they film you. There's messages in every game. Like Pac-Man. Do you know what Pac stands for? P-A-C. Program and control. He's program and control man. The whole thing's a metaphor. He thinks he's got free will, but really, he's trapped in a maze, in a system. All he can do is consume. He's pursued by demons that are probably just in his own head. And even if he does manage to escape by slipping out one side of the maze, what happens? He comes right back in the other side. 
People think it's a happy game. It's not a happy game. It's a fucking nightmare world. And the worst thing is, it's real and we live in it. It's all code. If you listen closely, you can hear the numbers. There's a cosmic flowchart that dictates where you can and where you can't go. I've given you the knowledge. I've set you free. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is John B. Wells of Caravan to Midnight, which you can find at caravantomidnight.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Many of our rights are inherent and essential, agreed on as maxims and established as preliminaries even before Parliament existed. We have a right to them, derived from our maker. Our forefathers have earned and bought liberty for us at the expense of their ease, their estates, their pleasures, and their blood. Liberty is not built on the doctrine that a few nobles have a right to inherit the earth. No! It stands on this principle that the meanest and lowest of the people are, by the unalterable, indefeasible laws of God and nature, as well entitled to the benefit of the air to breathe, light to see, food to eat, and clothes to wear as the nobles or the king. That is liberty. And liberty will reign in America. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Contact us at rdgable at yahoo.com and check us out on Facebook. You can IM us there, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings. Nine years ago, Time Magazine published an article. It's on the front page of the magazine. It said, does it still matter? It had a picture of the U.S. Constitution being shredded. And yes, the U.S. Constitution still matters. It's not just a piece of paper that some men a few hundred years ago scribbled on, signed, to tell us a couple hundred years later how to live our lives. It's a contract between man and government and God. And it doesn't have to be the God of your religious preference or belief system. It's the rule of nature, the rule of law, the right to defend yourself, the right to speak freely, the right of all people to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And your freedom does not stop where others choose to advance upon it. Liberty is something that must be obtained by giving it to all people. That is true equality. That is true freedom. And that is the republic that we have that still stands if you know how to maneuver through the mazes and the labyrinths of deception to trick you into thinking that all the problems you have, all the oppression all the wars of aggression, spying, and all these things are a result of what the U.S. flag represents, what our history represents. But none of that's true. It's all the very opposite. Tonight we're talking about that with Rick Martin from the Constitutional Law Group. Rick Martin from the ConstitutionalLawGroup.us. Masks, social distancing, and everything else that's come about from isolation all of this stuff really is a form of torture. In fact, it's in the Albert Bitterman theory of torture, various steps to torture a population, monopolizing perception that nothing else matters except 
what you are to focus your attention on. I mean, we could go through the whole list again. We don't have time to do that, but we did a show on that last week. It culminates in what Albert Bitterman called trivial demands, where at some point through the Stockholm Syndrome and the torture, you realize that the torturers and the captors that are forcing you into bondage, why I call mask wearing masochism or sadomasochism, a lot of people, they get off on being humiliated and humiliating others. And when you get to this point, you start getting these demands by local authorities and state authorities to do things that are trivial. And people decide, well, I better do it or, you know, I really don't have a choice. These are the authorities. But as we were talking about with Rick, Rick, authority doesn't come from someone on a power trip. It doesn't come from pseudoscience. It, it's derived from what people call God or people call nature, the right to self-defense, the right to free expression, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Talk to us a little bit more about the wearing of masks because people tell me, well, Ryan, you don't have a right to harm other people. You don't have a right to get other people sick. And I ask them, Rick, how am I getting people sick? In fact, I went to the doctor for the first time in 10 years a couple of weeks ago, and he said, you are literally one of the healthiest people that has ever been in here. And he gave me this printout. I've got high levels of vitamins so much that I'm, I'm urinating them. And so I took that into the business, the place that I work, and I showed people. I said, I'm not sick. And all they could tell me was, you could be asymptomatic. You could be sick. You need to wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask. It's insane, Rick. Absolutely. And with the recipe of what's going on in government and the, the medical field changing day to day, I mean, if we recall in the very beginning, early March, uh, Fauci was telling us not to wear masks, and now he's telling us to wear masks. I mean, the insanity that's going on and the people that are going along with it are just traveling along uh, and expecting uh, government to be their, their babysitters. I mean, without studying what rights you have, you're leaving yourself vulnerable. And then the government is trying to tell you to shame other people. That's their way of doing things is to shame other people because they're protecting their own health by not wearing a mask. Wearing a mask has already been shown many times over to be useless. How many people have seen that video of where these masks are coming from, where you see people in Indonesia on the floor, dirty as can be, no shoes on their feet, no, no gloves, no masks, and they're making these masks that we're putting on our face? I mean, it's absolutely the insanity. When the truth comes out, we that, that have been going against the narrative will we'll not be the ones that are being held accountable. Government in the medical field needs to hold, be held accountable for the violations and these false edicts that they're putting out there. This is, this is absolute corruption. And who's making the money? Why do you think we filed against Bill Gates as a domestic terrorist? And Number the, one, the, he is. He is, and there needs to be prosecution for these people, local, state, and federal authorities that have carried out these atrocities and assault. It really is, it's an attack. We are at war. Absolutely. I look at all these businesses as criminal, all of them, whether they're well-intended or they're part of the plot. Um, but I, I wanted my, the one thing I wanted to do for um, my contribution to this interview, Rick, was just to make sure that we gave you the opportunity to talk about some hand, a hands-on approach that people can take. Um, I know that you have a lot of documentation on your website that people can go there 
And uh, if they are uh, having problems with an employer that's causing them to uh, wear masks or whatever the case may be, or somebody's tried to close their business down, you've got documentation there. So if if, uh, I could just ask you uh, on three fronts, as far as mask wearing, uh, could you tell us what would be involved if for a person that does not want to wear a mask, but their employee employer is demanding them to do that, what what would that person do? What would a person do if, let's say, I know Costco has a policy that everyone has to wear a mask. The customers do. So what recourse do customers have when doing business potentially with a, a business that requires you as a customer to wear a mask? And then also the good old government uh, that uh, in some states and or cities is requiring people to wear masks. Those three things. Could you tell us uh, what people can do? I would say the number one thing is you still have ADA, uh, Americans with Disabilities Act, and HIPAA that prevents people from even disclosing what their medical condition is. Now, uh, we've gotten pushback on that. But where I would actually go go to the First Amendment is my my religious belief prevents me from committing suicide. As I said, as a Christian man, you can, I don't care what religious uh, belief that you have. Uh, I think most of them will, will say that it's evil to commit suicide and you're forcing me to commit suicide. So if you're going to discriminate on my belief, I can, excuse me, I can come back on a lawsuit that you're discriminating on me personally, because I refuse to uh, wear a satanic symbol on my face. And that's, that's showing that I'm, I'm willing to commit suicide and I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I would, I would say that was, that's one of the arguments that's out there that that argument is actually protected under the first amendment. What would you tell people though? Because if you go into a store and they refuse you service, there are videos of people without a mask walking in and being physically mm-hmm assaulted by employees and then in other cases maybe they can walk in and they're kind of harassed while they go throughout the store i mean i've i've experienced i haven't been physically assaulted but i've experienced it is it best to walk away and if you really want to pursue it file a complaint or is it best to just walk in and if they assault you well what do you think well where i go with that i've had i've had cases with now me by by the grace of god i've uh never really been assaulted uh, when I was still in Texas, uh, I went into an HEB, which is a big uh, grocery store in Texas. And there was two cops standing outside the door making people social distance. I just walked right up and walked in the store without a mask on. They're like, uh, you, 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 you have to have a mask on. I said, are you trying to violate my rights? Because that's against my, my religious code, and that's uh, it's putting my health in jeopardy. And never had to show them anything. They knew what the law was. And it's all suggestions, just like these executive orders. They're only suggestions. And when I, before I came to Washington, I actually brought a case up on the wetlands issue where the governor of Washington state made an executive order and then later was refuted by the attorney general. And this was a 1990 case. The attorney general for Washington state came out and said, these executive orders are only suggestions. They cannot be backed up by force. They're only suggestions. And that's what we need to get these governors aware of. 
What they're doing is terrorizing the people, domestic terrorists. And that's what they are. And we need to hold their feet to the fire and hold them accountable for what they're doing. And that's exactly what the Constitutional Law Group is doing currently, is we're holding their feet to the fire. We're, by the grace of God, we've already got case numbers uh, against the governor in New Jersey, the governor in Illinois, and the governor in California. But we filed. I actually reached in my pocket and pulled out over $12,000 to file in each one of these courthouses. It's a $400 filing fee. And that's what we're trying to get others to do is file the tort claims, which you can find the directions and how to do it correctly on our website. You go to resources and then click on downloads. And you'll find all the information you need to open your business and to do it correctly. And give notice to all government officials that if you walk in my establishment and try to force these issues, you're going to be held personally accountable because once you knowingly and willingly violate my rights after I've noticed you what my rights are and what the law states, then you no longer have judicial immunity. And therefore, I can sue you for everything you own, your house, your car, your swimming pool, everything you worked so hard for. By violating my rights, you're going to put yourself in jeopardy. And the Constitutional Law Group will come to our rescue. That's constitutionallawgroup.us. And this is a really important point, a couple of things you brought up. Jack and I have done a couple of shows on this, and I've done numerous shows by myself where we've talked strictly about the masks. I've pulled New York, Florida, California, and a few other states, their executive orders, some states call them rules, mayors, governors, Mm -hmm. they establish their own set of rules. And in the state of New York, real quick, I'll give you an example. The U.S., uh, or next U.S., the, the New York State Department of Health. The New York State Department of Health says that they simply support, this is on their website, supports members of the public who choose to wear a cloth face covering in public settings. And that's around the time of the mandatory executive order for face masks. But they say support. The governor says support. But there are tons of exemptions mm-hmm. if you read the executive order. And, Rick, it's the same thing in Florida. It's the same thing in California, where they say it's mandatory or strongly recommended or it's a mandate executive order. But then you read it, and it says there are basically Mm -hmm. exemptions for everybody. So if we go beyond that, we go beyond that. You know that. Our listeners know that mostly. Jack knows that. If we go beyond that, though, we can start looking at what people call science. And they say, well, Mm -hmm. the science says something different. You don't have a right to harm other people. Well, I can just pull out numerous stories like this. This was just about two, three weeks ago. CDC coronavirus test kits were contaminated, according to a federal review. And just a few days ago, Mm -hmm. Florida Atlantic University professor Rebel Cole released a list of laboratories in Florida where they had thousands of tests and every single laboratory had 100% 100% every single person tested, tested positive. This is fraud on top of everything Absolutely. else. So that so my point Absolutely. is it, it's fraud. So not only is your argument about making me wear a mask because, you know, you think I'm going to get you sick. This is preposterous. It's not even supported by the science you claim to stand behind. And if you look at that lawsuit that we have, if you go to the tort claim, We've got this, we got evidence backed up by facts, by true facts going all the way back to 2003. And I would suggest all the listeners go to our website 
and at least look at the mass tort claim. Read it for yourself. There's we we spent hundreds of hours doing our research on putting this out and giving it free to the people to put out there and get that information. Information when it's correct is powerful. And it will show these people that are walking around saying, Well, you're hurting us because you're not wearing a mask. Well, I but I beg to differ. You can even listen to the the narratives of these so called experts like Fauci and Burke and see that they they pretty much lied to the American people. And it's been a lie. And we need to fight back. You know, I've, I've got a wonderful case that I, that I love quoting. And it's, uh, it's from 1796. We were still a very young nation at that time. But this, this Supreme Court ruling that went down is extremely powerful. It stated, the Supreme Court Justice, Chief Supreme Court Justice stated, every man is independent of the laws except those prescribed by nature. In other words, God's law. He is not bound by any institution formed by his fellow men without his consent. And that's Cruden versus Neal, 1796. Now think about that just for a moment. He is not bound by any institution formed by his fellow men without his consent. When we walk around with these masks on, which is a false edict, we're consenting to destroy our own health, and we're, we're, we're shaming others for not wearing a mask when there's no evidence, and not proof, evidence backing up their narrative. The government has flip-flopped on this so many times. I mean, you almost feel like you're, 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 you're at a, a, a pancake shop. They keep flip-flopping so much. Okay, it's one thing to to go into a a place of business and sidestep the issue and not have to wear a mask. But what what I feel needs to be done is these businesses, every one of them, and there there are thousands and thousands of of them out there, need to be held accountable for having that store policy. They're putting every customer that walks through that door at risk. And so what action could we take as a customer? For example, uh, the fitness club I go to, they've been flip-flopping between having their employees wear masks and not wearing masks. And I hate seeing that. They, they have their employees that are, are personal trainers. They've got some of the uh, clients that are in there wearing masks, and they're exerting themselves, obviously, physical exertion. And it right. bothers me to go in there knowing that this is a health club. They're supposed to be concerned with health, and yet they're having their employees and they're allowing some of their clients to wear masks. So what can I do? Can I can I fill out some paperwork and and present them with a, a cease and desist order? Or what can be, t- be done to hold these businesses accountable so that therefore maybe they will change their policy, which would then reduce the number of people thinking they have to wear masks? Okay, we've got to change. We, I mean, we're dealing with uh, the media, and I, I almost shot the TV the other day when I heard Sean Hannity this is about two weeks ago say that he wears a mask everywhere he goes outside the studio, and they were talking about putting me on the Hannity show, and me being in television years ago, I, I know they can butcher you when it goes to editing. So, what I'm going with on this right now is we're dealing with the media right now pushing the false narrative that uh, trying to shame those of us that refuse to wear a mask. So we have to pump up 
uh, our education to the public, number one. We have to educate these business owners that they can be actually held liable for violation of HIPAA, ADA, and religious freedom. My religious freedom says that wearing a mask is committing suicide. So that's how you're going to come out of The first thing I would say is be your brother's keeper, okay? Educate them and then educate them on the penalty if they continue with pushing this false narrative. If you educate somebody, I've had more people, uh, even with, with stuff that I do in law outside of this scamdemic, that when I've pulled law, law enforcement officers aside and showed them the law on traffic, that have actually thanked me. I've had officers that had 10 years, or excuse me, 17 years in the field, three years from retirement, literally quit their jobs right after they learned what I was showing them. And they're like, that is satanic. And I don't want to be a part of it anymore. Now, there is a need for law enforcement, but it's supposed to be a peace officer. If you remember, we always called them peace officers and sheriff, right? Some da- somewhere down the line, we got caught up with calling it law enforcement. And that's not law enforcement that they're enforcing. They're enforcing statutes and codes, which we're not going to go that route. But when it comes to dealing with a business that is uneducated on what the fast face mask wearing is all about, okay, that's that's where we need to be, is educating these business owners, which I've been doing for quite some time now, and educating them on the facts of what's going on, and get them to stand back and stand up with we the people, and say, you know what, I don't care what that governor says, I am not forcing my employees to wear masks and put their their lives and health in jeopardy, I'm not going to allow a government to run my business. I I spent years perfecting what it takes to be a good business owner, and they're not going to take that. When you show them that they have the freedom to stand up because these are all false narratives, they feel more empowered. And that's what we want to do is empower these business owners to stop doing these nonsensical things that could also make them liable. And when they become realize that they're liable to lawsuits, that's punishment right there. They're going, I don't want to be punished for following this dictator of, of a governor telling me how to handle my business, which I built up from the ground with my own personal hand. Yeah, you, you know, I hope I'm making some sense. It, it makes perfect sense, Rick, I think so, at least to me. And when you assisted, but, you assisted me at the business I work at, the major response I got was not one of, were the, it's not the business didn't want to enforce it per se. They were terrified of both what the government would do and later when you got involved of what a lawsuit would do to the business. Now, bigger businesses, right. bigger businesses, bigger stores, like for example, there's a big store here on the East Coast called Wegmans. And Wegmans might have a lot of money and a lot of lawyers to fight these kinds of things. But I go into a Wegmans, they have a sign there, Rick, that says, Wearing a face mask is mandatory. And I'd been in there and out of there several times without one and no problem at all. And one of the last times I went in there, I didn't have a mask, and a gentleman came up who did not work there, and he said, I really want to give you props for not wearing a mask in here. And so we start talking, and both neither one of us have a mask on. Someone complained and reported us to asset management. So get this, asset management and the managers come out, and both of us tell them, 
you cannot force people to wear the mask in the store. And I said, besides, this sign is not accurate. It is not mandatory for every person to wear a mask in line with the executive order of the governor here in the state of New York. So as a re- I don't know if it was right. as a result of that interaction, Rick, but within about a week and a half of that, and I'm guessing other people complained too, this big company now changed their sign. So instead of saying mandate, it simply says we encourage uh, uh, customers to wear a mask because it keeps all of us safe. Completely changed it once it was addressed that it was illegal and that you can't force people to do this. And I also thought I, I wanted to tell you this. I thought you'd find this interesting. When we were talking to asset management and the manager of this store, the guy I was talking to, he brings up, he says, well, you know that the Constitution, and as, literally as soon as he said the word Constitution, asset management and security said, no, 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 no. We're not going to talk about the Constitution. In, in, right. Immediately shut they, it they, down. Yeah, they want to keep that out of there. they got to keep that narrative out of there because the Constitution only delegates limited power to our government, and that's what you've got to focus on. Delegate. Now, I've... But, I've been in cases where where a handgun was involved, uh, a business owner uh, had to make drop boxes uh, of ten thousand dollars a night from his uh, bar and restaurant, and he carried a pistol with him at all times when he was transferring money into his drop box, the bank drop box every night, night depository box, excuse me, and he was pulled over and. They were, they were trying to give this man 10 years for having a concealed handgun, okay? And when I went to court, the question was, what part of the Constitution does this court not grasp? I believe the Second Amendment states shall not be infringed. Now, if I'm protecting my business and my assets, you're trying to tell me that I can't do that? And for me to carry a pistol because I might be robbed is... Uh, uh, I'm breaking the law. Show me how. Show me where the injured party is. Show me. And they can't do it. And that's why I had to be discharged, dismissed. And we standing up for our rights is what it's going to take is us knowing our rights. If you don't know your rights, you have no rights. You have no standing. And you got to learn that Constitution. You have law law libraries that are three stories, uh, you know, three stories high, filled with law books. All it takes is learning that Constitution, which is a small little pamphlet. And that's what all those law books are there for, is showing how to defend what you should already know. And that's the Constitution. By the grace of God, learn who you are, learn what your rights are, and you can be a free society again. It empowers you. You have to be knowledgeable, and you have to, I think, above all else, once you have that knowledge, Rick, you have to have the will to fight against that oppression rather than simply submitting to it because it's easier and because other people won't humiliate you and shame you for not participating in the, well, you could call it a lot of things, in the torture and the tyranny and the oppression. You can't be afraid of what other people think. Know your rights and know that you know them and be an empowered human being. That is what sets you free. Liberty for all. Give me liberty or give me death. We'll be right back after this top of the hour break with Rick Martin. And what is the website again, Rick? It's constitutionallawgroup.us. Constitutionallawgroup.us. 
Our good friend and co-host Jack will also get his take after this break. Top of the hour coming back. The bottom of the hour right here on the Fringe FM. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. If you want to email us, rdgable at yahoo.com, rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Don't forget to subscribe to our archive. You get access to every show, the montages, the books, and everything. Or you can simply grab a book, purchase a book on the website. It all supports the show, you and the network, The Fringe FM. Stay with us. More with Rick Martin after this. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Here at The Secret Teachings, we're pushing 11 years on air. From powerful interviews to truly unique analysis, we're here for you five nights a week. And now we can also be with you whenever you want to listen. Just subscribe to our archive today and get access to stream and download every show after it airs. Your subscription also includes access on the site to my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir, along with my original books that many people have been asking for, The Grand Illusion, The Persistent Illusion, and False Prophets. We are also growing our montage archive, which will be available on the site for subscribers to listen. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the Donate or Subscribe tab at the top of the page, and become a member today. Even if you aren't a member, though, you can access certain select shows in our free archive and grab a free show released every week on the site. Otherwise, catch us Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, mythology to alchemy, check out Ryan Gable's book, Occult Arcana, with hundreds of beautiful images. If you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic packs made in the entertainment industry, check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. And if you want a practical look at food, lifestyle, and ingredients, even those in your pet food. With free solutions to better health, check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and order yours today. It supports The Secret Teachings, you, and The Fringe FM. We've heard your feedback loud and clear. You called it out, and now we're answering. All new live programming, five nights a week. Always remember, The Fringe FM is for you, the listener. And we appreciate your feedback. Keep the feedback coming. You can email us at talkback at thefringe.fm, call the station at 501-777-5631, or send us a message on Facebook at The Fringe FM. Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. A reminder that the future is not some distant glimmer, but a bright light shining in your eyes. This 
is the future we are in right now. Welcome to a future where our true re reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. Gentlemen, thank you so much for the great work that you guys are doing. Uh, phenomenal show for phenomenal interview, phenomenal questions. And uh, I'd be willing to come back at any time and uh, explore other topics for discussion. So thank you for having me on today. Hi, everyone. This is Mark Passio from WhatOnEarthIsHappening.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Exactly. Oh, people wake up out there. What's wrong with you, man? I've been drinking the water. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy. This is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. And you ain't black. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. To collapse a liberal international order. We will see the emergence of a new international order. The beginning of a new international order. The public will be reorganized into a first chicken empire for a safe and secure Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. The modernization process in the United States is basically completed already. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans. Thanks to lack of morals, the next stage is destabilization. This time, Subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption. The influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. Uh, the next stage, of course, is crisis. And after crisis, with a violent change of, of power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. Americans are facing a new normal. I don't think we ever get back to normal. Normalization. I think this is one of the new normals. Normalization. It may last indefinitely. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. www.thesecretteachings.info. Five nights a week, Monday through Friday on The Fringe. If you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. When people be concerned with that governmental entity and what it can give them, be that welfare or preferential status and special protections, people eagerly, willfully, they trip over each other to give up liberty and freedom of themselves and of others in the process. And whether these forces these powerful forces are in the halls of government, corporations, or the common people. And whether they're ideologies or ways of doing business and conducting government, the horrific things that result as an abuse of these powers and an abandonment of liberty 
are not the fault of liberty, are not the fault of the republic, are not the fault of a free and open society, but by subversive elements within the republic, within that open and free society, that wish to tear it down by using the openness and the general population's basic sense of morality and decency, exploiting the naivety and the ignorance. And with a lack of historical ignorance, a lack of perspective and context, along with greedy assertions that freedom means you can take what you want from others, along with, of course, lack of even an understanding of what the word is, if they've even heard the word republic. And furthermore, what is liberty? There's a crumbling of that open society. And when that society crumbles, statues are torn down, history is erased, opinions and facts are censored, and information changes day to day. In communist China and the Marxist, Maoist, Leninist, Stalinist, communist revolution in China, we documented this week on the show how everything from isolation to the shutting down of businesses to the wearing of face masks, all of this was a result of the communist revolution in China. In 1952, they started wearing masks to prevent the spreading of diseases that were fraudulent. Beijing said that uh, countries had launched these big chemical biological attacks. None of it was true, but people wore masks and they started cleaning everything. And then later on, about 10 years later, during the Cultural Revolution, businesses were shut down. Some businesses got to stay open, but others had to shut down. Don't you see that today as well? Isolation of individuals, the targeting of anyone with an opinion beyond the party. They're seen as subversive elements. They're seen as counter-revolutionaries. They're seen as capitalists or rightists or whatever it might be. All of the things that you've seen, not just in China or Russia or any other country, all of the things that you've seen any tyrannical regime do are the very things that we see repeating themselves today. And so let me tell you this. When they tear down statues and they want to erase history and they want to censor things, even if it's just an opinion, it's not because they want to get rid of things that you perceive and they perceive to hurt people. Bad history, racism and slavery. It's because those that really are running the show that finance these groups want to eradicate They've already done a good job through the lack of education. They want to eradicate history so that when the horrors of history and the tyrannies of history are carried out again, you won't know what they look like and you'll accept them as part of what you now are perceiving as a free and open, safe and secure society. You walk right into the mousetrap. Rick Martin is our guest this evening from the Constitutional Law Group, constitutionallawgroup.us. I'm also joined by my good friend and co-host, Jack. And to start this hour, Jack, I'd like to pass the mic to you to ask Rick something that you'd like to ask him. Sure. Uh, I want to go back to the holding businesses accountable. And I understand what you're saying, Rick, about educating them. But the problem is when you're dealing with corporations, you can't get to these people. They're isolated. They're alienated. Um, they're, they're, you, you just can't get to anybody that can make any decision or that would pass the information on. So that's the problem as far as I see it is the corporations. 
So I don't know if you want to touch on that or if you have any suggestions on how to get try to get through to educate corporations. But the other two things, if you would please make sure that you talk about, would be, um, one, can you give us an update uh, and, and kind of tell people what you've done regarding the 42 governors that you filed, suit, filed suits against? Uh, what's going on with that? And then also anything that you would like to tell businesses that have been shut down or been intimidated, uh, what they can do? Because I know you've helped hundreds and hundreds of businesses open. And from what you told me, uh, you've had a 100% track record on that. So if you could touch on those three thoughts. Absolutely. Okay. First thing that we want to we want to hit on is what a corporation is. It's a for-profit, okay? If they are looking at, okay, by doing this, it's going to cost us a lot of money. And the, they're, the first ones that they're looking at is their shareholders in these corporations. So if we bring a lawsuit against them, and we're talking mass tort claims against these businesses, okay, they're going to look the. They're going to look and say, you know what, our bottom line is we're going to lose a lot of money if we continue to go down this track that the government has put us on. Okay, and corporations are all profit. Uh, their agenda is always be, being profitable. If we make them unprofitable by taking them into court, now I granted our court system is totally screwed up as it is. However, we start threatening and we start going forth with these lawsuits about these major corporations, I mean, Walmart, Costco's. I've had very good success uh, dealing with, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to use their name, but I actually spoke to a uh, vice president yesterday uh, of a major corporation that's got stores throughout the United States. They probably have about 23,000 stores here in the United States. And what they're doing is they're re-educating their employees. They're not, their employees are not going to be wearing face masks. They're not going to be asking their clientele to wear face masks because I threatened them with a multi-million dollar lawsuit. And the vice president actually realized, well, this is going to hurt our bottom line. You start going after these big corporations that are injuring their clientele, and their employees with multi-million dollar lawsuits, guess what? That's going to hurt their bottom line. Their shareholders are not going to be pleased with them. Am I correct on that? Yes. Yeah, you know, that, that's... You but you, you, you could be 24-7 filing lawsuits against businesses nonstop. Oh, and trust me, I'm getting, I get phone calls all the time. And I actually, you know, I'm not going to put it too far out there, but... One of the top executives of OSHA told me how to file the lawsuits correctly, where they will take, they will pick up the ball. And uh, he actually has been quietly joined our group, uh, the Constitutional Law Group, to show us how to go after these corporations. So, any of you big corporation VPs out there listening to the sound of my voice, you might want to take that into consideration that I do have an insider with OSHA, and we're coming after you. We are coming after you. And I'm telling you, you're not going to like what we have to say when we go into courtroom, because we will destroy you. I have not lost the case yet going there with all the facts. That is a, that is a threat. That is a threat to these companies. 
that are out there, these corporations, that we're coming for you. And that's a threat to you governors out there. We are coming for you. And I have not failed in the courtroom yet. That's what's beautiful so, about what, what you're saying, Rick, is because people like you, people like a lot of listeners that we have who do very similar things, people like myself, I've been told to my face, you are intimidating and you are scary. And why? Because I know what I'm talking about. When I have to deal with people... The truth is scary to, to those liars. you got to realize that. The truth is scary to the liars. It is, and it's... Because we're going to expose them. It's, we're going to expose the cockroaches. When we turn that light on in the kitchen, all those cockroaches are going to run because the light of truth is going to hit them. They're frightened and they're afraid. A lot of people are just terrified. I mean, the, the number of things, Rick, that my place of employment tried to use to, and I don't think in a, in a, in a malicious way, but just in a, will you please wear the mask? I'm tired of listening to people complain about it. They threw everything mm-hmm. at me, and all I had to do was stand there and say, nope, this is why. Nope, this is why. And use the same this is why every single time, and eventually it exhausted them, and end of story. You just have to have the will to push through it. you got to have the will. Like I said, I can teach the law all day long, but I cannot teach courage. But courage can become infectious. It can be infectious to other people. When they see somebody stand like Bob the Barber out there in Snohomish, Washington, who I came traveled 38 hours straight to come protect uh, and they haven't touched them. They don't know. They, they don't know what to do because he's 79 year old Marine that says, I I've had this barbershop for 50 years and you're not going to shut me down. By what authority do you have to shut me down? Guess what? What he got in the, the, the mail about two weeks ago was his barber's license renewed. <laughs> And That's fantastic. It's even more fun is when we filed lawsuits, the lawsuits against Bill Gates, uh, uh, Governor uh, Jay Ensley, and uh, uh, what is it, Attorney General uh, Robert Ferguson. We filed those. Every one, every one of the men that were in the federal courthouse, all the guards and what have you, came and got their hair cut. They drove 45 minutes out of their way to get a haircut from Bob the Barber. And I'm telling you, we have we Donald Trump is even behind us on this. He's telling you, as the American people stand up against tyranny. He's told you that right after I woke, wrote the White House and to Donald Trump. Uh, this is when I was still in Texas. The very next day, William Barr, the Attorney General for the United States government, came out and told the governors, "You can't violate the rights of the people." That was the very next day I got a response. And the response came from the attorney general, William Barr. So you, you, we, we the people, got to realize we have the right to be free from involuntary servitude. Okay? The government does not have the authority. The government never had the authority. It's always we the people. And by the grace of God, we the people might stand up and take our nation back as a republic that it was meant to be. Our court systems are as corrupt as all get out. And I think you guys already knew that I've got the reputation as the judge killer down in Texas. I put judges behind prison walls. I put prosecutors behind walls. What I was engaged in was child trafficking through CPS. And that's still a major problem. We have to clean up our judicial system, number one. Number two, 
we've got to take our, our nation back as a republic. And that's where I'm focused on right now with the courts being closed. We, our court system is a de facto court system. We need to go back under the Constitution and be a de jure court system. And that's going on common law, not statutes, not codes. we got to take back our nation. And the only way we're going to do it right now is we, the people, need to stand up and demand better from those that we delegated to be in office to protect our rights, not to infringe on them. Those are trespasses like you wouldn't believe. And it goes back decades. It's, it goes and back decades. It's really, it's really that's, that's, that simple. The republic, liberty, freedom, and open society, these are the solutions. They are not the problems. That and is that's absolutely what, correct. That's absolutely why I like talking correct. with and you, And I applaud Rick. you on that. Because it's it's encouraging to talk to you as as crazy as these times are. I really think that this, if we can get the ball rolling with doing the things you talk about doing, I think this that may be the only saving grace, not just for the U.S., but for all of humanity. So can you tell us a little bit more about what the process was uh, involved with going after these 42 governors and where things stand on that front right now? Yeah, we, we definitely, uh, we're, we're being held up right now, and I, it's almost like a stall tactic I think they're using is to discourage us. We already paid, like I said, I spent over $12,000 of my own money filing. Uh, it's a $400 filing fee, as I stated earlier. But what people can do is you get one guy to stand up and collect signatures, and everybody chip in 10 bucks, okay, and file. The more we file against these governors that think that they, they have the right to be uh, tyrants, uh, the more we file against them. And that tort claim, it, it's got teeth. And I, I, I beg, and I'm, I, I'm not good at begging, but I'm begging people to stand up for your rights for crying out loud. You cannot see that. The, I mean, deep in your soul, you got to know all this stuff that's going on is wrong. In, the, in your core soul, you got to know what you're seeing is absolute tyranny. And by the grace of God, get up off your knees and, and fight back. Fight back against this tyranny and take back the republic. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Not just Walmart, not just Costco's. You know, mom and pop's hardware store, you know, get them back open. Give give. Your, your neighbors the courage and say, you know what, the government does not have the authority to write citations. And like I said, I've been 100 percent successful in talking out uh, health inspectors, uh, the liquor board, police officers. The first bar that opened up was March 21st. I don't know if I discussed that or not, but the first bar was in Pennsylvania. That called me the first day they opened. They had the state troopers out there saying, we're going to find every one of your patrons $500 for not social distancing. We're going to find the bar owner $1,000 for being open. They got me on the phone. And by the grace of God, I, I was able to talk that state trooper down, explain the law to him. He apologized to the bar owner and the patrons, and they left. And then I've done this over 100 times. That bar in Pennsylvania is still open since March 21st. No face masking, no social distancing. They're there having a good time. And that's what America's about. 
It's standing up for the rights that our founding fathers died and gave. And basically, they pledged their life, their fortunes for this republic. And we, the people, we got to stop looking at, well, they might find me or whatever. It's all unlawful. And by the grace of God, we need to stand up and take our nation back. We need to take our nation back. Or if we're, if, if we don't, we're going to lose it to the globalists, and we're done forever. That's it. You know the thing we're, of- we're, we're going to involuntary servitude for the rest of our lives, and that's what we're putting on our prodigy. And, and that's the thing, Rick, is that when I when I stopped doing the face mask at the job I work, almost every single person who works there in private told me they agree with me, they likewise don't want to wear it, they're just afraid to do the same thing that I did. And if everybody did it, then they That's wouldn't. Right. There wouldn't numbers be a, count. numbers. Absolutely, do count. They, they made a recommendation um, to the quote-unquote board of directors of the business that you know I not wear a face mask. The board said no, and we went through this whole process. And they said, well, we'll just make an exception. We'll put you in the back. On the floor, you'd still have to wear one. Well, if everybody did what I did, nobody would have to wear one. But I can't necessarily fight those individual battles you have to fight that for yourself it starts with informing yourself arming yourself with knowledge will and determination and again republic life liberty freedom are not the problems they are the solution back with rick martin in just a minute after this break on the fringe fm this is the secret teachings stay with us Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. To contact Ryan, email rdgable at yahoo.com. A woman in politics is like a donkey doing calculus. Come on, there are plenty of amazing women politicians. Name one. Uh, Senator Hillary Rodham Clinton? Awful. How is she awful? Hates freedom. Here at The Secret Teachings, we're pushing 11 years on air. From powerful interviews to truly unique analysis, we're here for you five nights a week. And now we can also be with you whenever you want to listen. Just subscribe to our archive today and get access to stream and download every show after it airs. Your subscription also includes access on the site to my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir, along with my original books that many people have been asking for, The Grand Illusion, The Persistent Illusion, and False Prophets. We are also growing our montage archive, which will be available on the site for subscribers to listen. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the Donate or Subscribe tab at the top of the page, and become a member today. Even if you aren't a member, though, you can access certain select shows in our free archive and grab a free show released every week on the site. Otherwise, catch us Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff 
if it wasn't for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. Hi, Jeremy Scott here from Into the Paranormal, and I'm back live Saturdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Fringe FM. Alex Hi, I'm Alex Exum, and you're listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. Understand the procedure now. Just stop a few of their machines and radios and telephones and lawnmowers. Throw them into darkness for a few hours and then sit back and watch the pattern. And this pattern is always the same? With few variations. They pick the most dangerous enemy they can find. And it's themselves. All we need to do is sit back and watch. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, helping people navigate the rough waters of the vast conspiracy at thehiresidechats.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Well, this is David Parker, one of the authors of What Really Makes You Ill, Why Everything You Think You Knew About Disease Is Wrong. I'm Dawn Lester, co-author of What Really Makes You Ill, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. And uh, it's been a pleasure to be here. Hi, this is Andrew Kaufman, MD. I'm a natural healing consultant. Please contact me on my website at andrewkaufmanmd.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Brian Gable. In order to ensure the security and continuing stability, the Republic will be reorganized into the first galactic empire for safety. Secure society. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is how liberty dies. The thunderous applause. This is the secret teachings on the Fringe FM, Monday through Friday. The website www.thesecretteachings.info. Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, rdgable at yahoo.com. Tonight, Rick Martin joins us from the Constitutional 
law group, constitutionallawgroup.us. In this final segment, Rick, I would like to talk about some very basic elements. And then, of course, go to our co-host Jack if he has anything else he'd like to talk about. Some very basic elements, some very basic components for someone who maybe is a little bit confused about what rights are and who maybe has a misconception that they only have rights under certain circumstances. And that even if these things in some way, shape, or form were true, let's say they were somewhat true, there's still no basis, scientifically speaking, for the further justification that we're going to take away those rights in order to protect people's health. There's no scientific basis for that either. And of course, to quote, at least the quote is attributed to Benjamin Franklin, those who give up liberty, essential liberty, for little temporary security, deserve neither. Rick, could you speak about the basic elements of rights, what they are, and why they matter under all circumstances, even in a pandemic or a plandemic? Okay. I, I can handle that one. That's, that's something I, I speak about quite frequently, is, A, you got to know your rights. If you don't know your rights, you have no rights. Our rights come from our creator. We're endowed by our creator with unalienable, unalienable rights. My rights end where yours begin. And that basically is what I'm saying is if I injure you, I violated your rights. And that's, it's not my right to injure you. And when government is the one that's injuring me by shutting down my business, okay, unlawfully, there's a difference between legal and lawful, unlawfully putting these mandates out there that have no basis in law, they've never gone through legislature, and even if they went through legislature, we can bring out Mulberry versus Madison, which states, quite simply, and you got to love this, any law repugnant to the Constitution, is no law, has no force of law, and can be ignored. We as American people need to start ignoring these mandates because they have no basis in law. Law is there to protect the people, not injure them. When the law injures the people, it's repugnant to the Constitution. It's that simple. Now, where I would go with there is we need to educate ourselves Number one, always start with ourselves. Learn the Constitution. It's there to protect you, not injure you. And anybody that's in government acting outside their authority is acting in treason and sedition against the American people. And they should, they should step out of office right now and hold their heads down. Because I tell you what. The, the frustration of the American people right now is they want to see public hangings of these officials. They want, they want public hangings because they've been damaged by people that they voted for and trusted that are in government. And government, I'm telling you, you better wake up and you start doing your job that you, you have delegated powers. And I'm telling you, start doing your job and start opening these businesses immediately. Because I guarantee you, we're going to start building gallows. And the, we the people, and you got to realize, there's 17 million, 17 million vets out there that are 
left the military that are well-trained. That's the biggest army you don't want to go up against. And we are taking back our republic, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. For all, capital A. And if it calls for, yeah, if, if it calls for public hangings, you know what? Constitutional law group is right there. Well, you know, I these... believe everybody get, deserves due process, and we will we will bring you into a courtroom, these... and we will prosecute you under the law. We will give you due process, unlike what they do for many people out there. I mean, we have the greatest population of prison population of any country in the world because they were denied due process of law. And that's why that's what the constitutional law group goes after is these people that the rights, you know, when a, when a courtroom has a 98% conviction rating and the judges are making 18% that goes to their uh, retirement fund, (laughs) their pension fund, I mean, is that a is that a just uh, court? No, it's not. You look at any courtroom in the United States, and you'll see they have a Dun and Bradstreet number. That is a for profit corporation. We need to go back to a common law court system. It's not only these governors and local officials and, and people that have egos and power trips. It's not that they've just committed treason. They're committing acts of terrorism. They're literally terrorizing the public on a daily basis with no factual information, just fear Absolutely. of authority and repercussions. They're fear mongers. Yeah, they're fear mongering, which is an act. And we use uh, Section 802 of the Patriot Act, which was actually unconstitutional, but it gives us a basis in law under Section 802 of the Patriot Act. It defines what a domestic terrorist is. And that's what we're coming at them with, is you guys are domestic terrorists. All you have to do is read the Patriot Act, look up 802, and you'll see they have a definition there, one and two, and our governors are falling right into that trap. We're going to use their own laws, their unlawful laws against them, and say, now what? Because you fit it's like uh, what was Cinderella. The sh- if the shoe fits, right? <laughs> That's right. That was Cinderella, Fic- right? <laughs> it was. It, it was Cinderella. Yeah. Or if it looks and quacks like a duck, then it's probably a duck. I I, I think yeah. Part of this problem is a lot of people, for a lot of different reasons, in a lot of different areas and contexts, have idealism. They feel that well, if I live in an open and free society. That means I can literally do whatever I want. That means that no one is going to harm me. But that is preposterous thinking, and it's a huge misconception. Obviously, you can't do anything you want, because if you want to murder your neighbor, that's a major violation of your neighbor's right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, is it not? Yeah, that's absolute. My rights and where yours begin. I mean, I, I think one of the guys that, that I, I, I love a lot, I mean, he's got a lot of great information, uh, is Mark Passia. And where his beginnings started and where he is now, God bless that man. I mean, he's got a lot of great information out there. Yeah, Mark's and, a great guy. Uh, I, I, yeah, I would, I would suggest people start listening to what he has to say. Uh, Especially listen, about— Listen to guys— 
Go ahead. I was going to say, especially about natural law and his wonderful explanation, his presentation on natural law. And where government is and where government shouldn't be. Government is the one that's being the trespasser. I mean, we only delegated limited powers to the government. We didn't give them absolute power. I mean, we've got to be out of our minds if we, our founding fathers, they'd be rolling in their, their graves right now if they saw what was going on with government today. We're supposed to have limited government. Limited. Government is not absolute, for crying out loud. Government has never been absolute. We, the people, are a self-governing people. We created government, and we, we said it was a necessary evil to protect our rights. And what I mean by that, okay, let's say I have a farm, and Billy Bob, he's a bigger guy than me, and Billy Bob starts coming over and taking my crops, okay? I can't, I can't go against Billy Bob. I need the government to step in and say, Billy Bob, what you're doing is wrong. You're stealing. It's theft. You're hurting your neighbor, okay? If I were to try to stand up to Billy Bob, he'd crush me like a bug. Okay, so that's what government was there to do, is protect my rights against the bully. Now government has become the bully, and they have no lawful authority to do that. And I'll turn it over to you. Can can you briefly talk about, and then we'll go to Jack one more time, and then we'll wrap up here. Can you talk about Title 18 U.S. Section Code 242, color of law? Yeah, Yeah, that's under color of law. Okay, that's actually a felony. That's actually a felony to to process somebody through the system and to do this nonsense is actually a felony. And we can file charges against uh, whether it's a, a, a law enforcement officer or a health inspector officer, whatever. They all took an oath of office. And when they come into your establishment under color of law, show me the law, okay? When was it enacted by the legislature? Under color of law. You show me where I'm in violation. If you're going to intimidate me, that's a felony. That's an absolute felony. And we will hold your feet to the fire. And we the people have the power to go up against these tyrants. And by the grace of God, we'll all start coming together as one. And united we stand, divided we fall. Title 18 U.S.C. Section 242 says whoever under color of any law, statute, ordinance, regulation, or custom, that would include your executive orders and your rules and your mandates, right? That is exactly correct. And that's what people got to face up to. You know, you're being used, and they're asking you to commit suicide. They're asking you to commit suicide. And like we said earlier, these businesses, actually, let's go with corporations. A corporation only cares about the bottom line. And the bottom line is what goes out to their shareholders. Okay? All we got to do is threaten, not only threaten, but follow through with lawsuits against these big corporations that think they're God. Okay? In the early days, a corporation had a charter, and they still do. But they had a charter. If they didn't do any public good, they were they were taken down. They lost their charter. They couldn't do business anymore. We got to look at: Are you doing public good? Look at Bill Gates, for Christ's sake. Okay, is he doing good by uh, 
you know, all of a sudden becoming the 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 czar of what he spent a uh, hundred or he spent a billion dollars on these uh, vaccines, and he's hoping to have a return of a hundred billion. I mean, we need to get rid of these people because they're acting uh, against humanity. India wants them big time. Where's his medical degree, Rick? That's what that's what I'm asking. Same thing with these people taking temperatures uh, outside these businesses and saying, well, you got to wear a face mask and we got to take your temperature and blah, blah, blah. That's nonsense. Where's your medical degree? Where's Bill Gates' medical degree? I don't mind going up against these guys. I, I'm, I've been fearless. Uh, I've been DOA seven times. And by the grace of God, I'm back here for one reason is to teach people how to be a free people. And it's up to them. It's up to them to take up the torch. It's absurd because so, so many of these arguments that are used are asinine. They're contradictory. Like one of the things that businesses have told me is, well, if you're coming in here and you're not wearing a mask, um, not only could it hurt other people, but if, if we were to side with you and we were to put up a sign that says, we recommend that people don't wear masks. And I said, well, that's not what I'm asking you to do. I'm just saying you shouldn't force people to wear them. And they said, well, yeah, but if we put up a sign that said something to that effect, we'd be giving medical advice. And I said, well, you've already done that when you put up a sign that said you have to wear a mask to come into the store. I mean, their arguments are so easy to defeat, Rick. It's insane that we, we don't fight back against it on average. People don't like confrontation. That's it. And yeah. I'm sorry yeah. about that. People do not like confrontation. However, when they feel like they have a, a leg to stand on, and they say, well, the gov- governor mandated this. Well, I don't care. You don't have a leg to stand on because the governor doesn't have a leg to stand on. And people don't like confrontation, but you know what? We're fighting for our economic freedom back. And you better be in the ready, be ready to fight back because if you don't fight for your rights, they're going to take them. You're going to be in a concentration camp. We already know there's 600 uh, FEMA camps across the nation ready to be populated by people like myself that are standing up. And you know what? At least when I go back to my creator, I always say I at least tried to make a stand. I Or actually not tried. I made a stand against tyranny. And standing against tyranny is obedience to God. And that was a quote from Ben Franklin. And you know, the, the, the beauty of that is, and it's kind of ironic, when someone says, I'm wearing a mask to protect you, here's the thing, I don't care if you wear a mask, but don't expect me or try to force me to wear a mask. You're not protecting me. However, by me standing, in what you're saying, Rick, with me standing against that tyrannical mandate, as they call it, it actually is mm-hmm. protecting other people's rights that otherwise are being Absolutely. violated. That's kind of the irony of it, I see. They're, they're like, no, no, Absolutely. no, I'm, prote- I'm protecting you by wearing a mask. No, 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 I'm protecting you by me choosing not by to not wear one. Wearing. Yeah. Yes. But, but if you want to wear God one, be my you. guest. If you want to wear a mask, go ahead. I mean, that's how I see it anyway. Yeah, and that's, you know, I'm, I'm in total agreement. And it's all about, I, I think it just boils down to educating because we've, you know, my attitude was, you know, public schooling, uh, the 
education department came up in 1978 under Carter that absolutely destroyed our public schooling, number one, um, with giving them mandates on how they were going to educate people. And it's, it's all brainwashing. And I, I believe in, you know, we need to go back to the core unit that they're trying to destroy, which is family. And we need to have these moms and dads uh, educate in real history. And what, what this whole country was based on is one republic, and we are self-governing. We, the people, are supposed to be self-governing. Now, how many people are aware that they are supposed to be self-governing? Now, they've delegated all right that authority. Wrong. We know right and wrong. We know that it's not good to steal. We know that we're if we injure somebody, that we need to pay a penalty for it. Well, that see, that's that's the sadistic and twisted and tyrannical thing about this, Rick, is that most people do think like that. They don't want to hurt others. They don't want to violate other people's personal space, their property, etc. And that is what's played on by the predators with fear that if you don't wear a mask, you're going to hurt other people. It's gaslighting. Right. Yeah, it's gaslighting. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. And I, I, I'm aware of that. But that's where, like I said before, education of knowing that this is a scam, that it was a Trojan horse brought in by the globalists to give us uh, economic warfare and to go along with it is we're just committing economic suicide. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I can't say any more than that. I mean, that's the bottom line. And we, the people, we need to stand up, be united, and go against the narrative that the media is putting out there. Let's go to Jack real quick. Jack, and, do you have anything you else know, for Rick? Yeah, Rick, I was just, uh, two things. One, uh, how many other constitutional lawyers are in the United States, roughly? I would say there's probably about 10,000, if not more, okay. that are learned in the law, that are not members of the bar. And we, we never discussed that. But uh, the way you get into a courtroom, I've always heard, well, how, do you, how, how, many, how many times have you gotten in the courtroom? I've been in a courtroom over 100 times. And... I always go against these judges. They say, well, Mr. Martin, you're no licensed attorney. Well, there's number one, there's no such thing as a licensed attorney. Okay? Get that out of your mind. The Bar Association is the ones that give memberships. Okay? The Bar Association didn't happen until 1909, and that was in Chicago, Illinois. And then it spread through the country like a cancer cell. Okay? British accredited registry. It didn't show up until in Texas until 1939. When I walk into a courtroom, I'm always, under the Sixth Amendment, protected as assistance of counsel. And that's what we got to do. Is we The Bar Association is what has destroyed our judicial system, absolutely destroyed it. And I will, I will stand up against anybody that says different. And that all goes back to uh, the Crown as well. That is correct. What's your so, other question, Jack? The other thing I just wanted to let folks know about, and we don't typically do this, but um, 
all of the work that Rick and his group does, correct me if I'm wrong, Rick, or maybe you want to explain this, but you basically don't charge a fee. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. But so, with, with people that have been in jail or in prison, they don't have the funds. Their family doesn't have the funds. I've spent probably out of my own pocket uh, in the past two years well over $100,000 on defending cases and getting – we've gotten, uh, like I said, uh, over 1,000 people out of jail or prison, and we do it on our own dime. As a matter of fact, uh, I just did uh, – we just paid uh, $4,500 for a autopsy to be done on a, a woman that we believe that the hospital murdered her in Colorado. I just reached out. It was uh, my my uh, Washington coordinator and myself. Uh, we split the cost to have an autopsy done. That was forty five hundred bucks. So you know we 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 put money behind our hustle, so to speak. We don't we we work on donations alone. That's it. And uh, you know I've had my own prior fortune. Everybody knows my history. I used to be on the Golf Channel. I was on CBS and stuff. You know. I don't mind putting my fortune out there to help others. And that's, this is a labor of love. This is not about a money-making scheme to uh, make millions. I've already lost millions helping my fellow man. And we have to be our brother's keepers. Help those that can't help themselves. For those that need or want help, what can they do? Constitutionallawgroup.us. Can they give you a phone call? I know you're inundated with phone calls. What can people do if they need or desire help or information? Uh, they can go to our webpage, number one. They can look at some of the stuff that we have on media. And one of the one of the first videos on there is Judge Napolitano, uh, judge from uh, New Jersey that you've seen on Fox News. He's explaining everything that I've said right now during this interview Uh Tit for tat. You don't have to take this this uh, lawyer from uh, Texas' advice. You just listen to that judge, and he'll tell you straight up what's going on is unconstitutional. They have no authority. And people want to get involved, please go to our website, okay? Go to our website. Get involved. Uh, we, we, love, we love having new faces in our group and uh, spread the message. And you sign up, go to our directory. And, and, and tap on join our group. It's that simple. Constitutionallawgroup.us. And any of those lawyers that are out there that want to join, uh, we're always looking for new faces in law uh, across the country um, that, that do have knowledge of law, that are studied. I don't care if you're a bar member or not. I have a lot of bar members that I deal with that are willing to uh, sacrifice their bar membership and go against the narrative, and they've joined us as well. Can you very quickly, so, in, in the last little bit of time here, can you very quickly explain what is the power of the sheriff in all of this? Okay, the sheriff is the top dog, okay? And I, I'm using that narrative, but he's the top dog in every county. If we can get the sheriffs behind us, nobody can come into his county without his permission whether it's the IRS, the FBI, whatever, uh, and take your property and violate your rights. His duty is, from his oath of office, is to protect the rights of his people in his county. 
he is the most powerful man in the county other than the people that elected him. Okay? He can go up against any government official. He can arrest the governor. He can arrest the president of the United States if they're in violation in his county. And that's what we got to do is we got to get these county sheriffs. Just like uh, Rick Mack, he's I'm also yep. a member of Constitutional Sheriff and Peace yep. Officers Association. Rick yeah, Mack saw- is a good, dry, great guy. He and the the ruling that he got with Justice Scalia was right on target. The Constitution protects us from our own best intention. That's that's pretty powerful. It is. That's the bottom line. And that's what we're facing right now, people that have the best intentions to protect other people. But it's a violation of basic human rights that will lead to a far more dystopian... You cannot take somebody's property without due process. And that is is the law. That's the law. It has never been overturned. It never will be overturned. Those are the basics of the Constitution. Learn your Constitution... And you know what? I love America, but I love the republic. That's where we got to go, is go back to a republic form of government and put the, the power back in the people. That's where it was supposed to be from the get-go. And we the people. And when, I said, we the people. When the, when the founders were deciding whether or not to form a union, private property took precedence over freeing slaves, and people think that that's absurd if they know the history or a little bit of it. But when you realize that the Three-Fifths Compromise laid the foundation to free slaves, have private property, and have basic rights for all people, you realize that it was a brilliant, brilliant strategy and that the foundation and the history of this country is everything that you haven't been told. The Republic, Liberty, all of these things preserve the very things that so many people scream and riot and protest and demand. You already have it. That's why you're out there screaming and yelling and demanding it. Because if you lived in a country where you didn't have it, that rioting would be put down in a much more violent way. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Rick, thank you for joining us on the show tonight. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been my pleasure. And let's it, let's open up America again for business. And by the grace of God, let's take our republic back as one nation, under God, indivisible with liberty and justice justice for all for all jack thank you for joining us you're welcome and i'd just like to quickly say uh i think you folks can see that rick and his people live from the heart so anyone would like to make a donation to the constitutional law group i'm sure it would be greatly appreciated thank you very much guys constitutionallawgroup.us i'm ryan gable this is the secret teachings the fringe fm the secret teachings.info rdgable at yahoo.com Stay tuned to the fringe. Do not go quietly. Rage against the dying light of liberty. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. The wise men at their end know dark is right. Because their words had forked no lightning, they do not go gentle into that good night. Good men, the last wave by, crying how bright their frail deeds might have danced in a green bay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light.
Wild men who caught and sang the sun in flight and learned too late they grieved it on its way. Do not go gentle into that good night. Grave men near death who see with blinding sight. Blind eyes could blaze like meteors and be gay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And you, my father, there on the sad height, curse, bless me now with your fierce tears, I pray. Do not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. <laughs> 